0: As Leicester City embark on their very first pre-season at the brand new LCFC training ground, this weekly podcast will follow the Foxes over the next month as they prepare for another gruelling Premier League season. This is the LCFC Pre-Season Podcast.
1: You're listening to the LCFC Pre-Season Podcast. Morning. Good morning. Good 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 summer?
0: Not bad. Day one of week one of pre-season starts with pleasantries as a number of foxes return to the Leicester City training ground on Monday for a full day of testing and training sessions. With just over a month until the start of the Premier League season and even less time until the Community Shield against Manchester City at Wembley, getting the players back into the swing of things at Seagrave quickly is vital to the preparations for the season.
2: Three, two, one, single...
0: As Brendan Rodgers and his coaching staff watch on, the players take part in the gruelling SDS test led by Head of Fitness and Conditioning Matt Reeves, who underlines to me exactly what each player has to go through during their first week of pre-season.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly been good. I think week one is, is a great time to all get back together, uh, much like you used to feel when you were at school and you go on the summer holidays and all of a sudden everyone comes back and it's great catching up but but very quickly that that kind of conversation and and banters put aside and the hard work really begins. Um, Certainly on the first day um, it's predominantly about testing so we're looking to provide an overall profile of where the players are at. Now that's really useful for us, not only to help shape the way in which we want to train them this, in the initial periods of pre-season, gives us a really good assessment of their, their kind of fitness levels and overall profile, but it also gives us a good idea about potential areas of, of weakness or things that they maybe need to concentrate on whilst we've got this time before kind of official game start. It then on the other side of it, the more unfortunate side is... Is should they pick up an injury at some point this season, we've got, then got some really good baseline levels to, to compare to and that can aid the progressions throughout rehabilitation in order to make their transition back into team training quite smooth. I guess the way our testing day works now is, is it is an all-over body screening The sports science department work very closely with the medical team here, and between us all, we we all bounce ideas around to come up with a perfect, well, uh, as perfect as we think we can do in the time we're given and with the, the facilities, but also making sure we're not putting the players through anything too invasive. Some of those tests are to look at the the kind of aerobic fitness, should we say, and and so kind of how the players are able to cope with set demands. So that would predominantly be a a submaximal bike test and also the the fitness test that you talk about. It's called the SDS. Um, It's a test which we've been, which we developed here and it's been used for across the last 10 seasons. So we've got some great data on that really good comparisons in terms of knowing what good performance in that test is, uh, but also areas where where players need to push on and and work a little bit more. At the same time, I think, although the players find that test really, really tough, and they don't look forward to it, there is also anticipation around it, there's a great competitive element to it, and it is something which, which certainly kind of brings the testing day alive because you see, see the guys digging in, showing that mental resilience and togetherness as they go through the test. And then in the final rep of it, it's, it's a chance for them to show how much work they've put in in the closed season and, and really uh, register a really um, top performance time, should we say. I guess aside from the, the aerobic fitness side of things, we'll also be looking to get an idea on power. And so we'll be doing um, short, three-second sprints on the bike, a number of different resistances, and that gives us a a kind of profile about the players. We'll also do some vertical power, whereby we'll be using force platforms to look at counter-movement jump height, and that gives us not only the, the kind of strategy for jumping, but also some of the outputs. Um, And then we'll also look at reactivity in there. So repeated hopping and bounding um, to get an idea of of the player's kind of explosiveness. Then from a strength point of view, uh, these will be the slower movements, heavier movements. And so we'll do some isometric squats to get a baseline of of kind of lower limb strength. We'll look at um, some groin squeezes um, to get a profile in there, in and around, uh, obviously very important muscles for the for the football player uh, with the kicking, etc., and cutting offline movements, and and then I guess the, the final part of the profiling is is an assessment by the, the physios, whereby they'll look in at um, yeah hands on assessments, um, ranges of movement, flexibility, etc., and so what we hope is throughout that battery of tests we've got a really good understanding of where that player is at at compared to the rest of the squad, but also, and more importantly, where they've been in previous years. I guess the final part that everyone would would naturally think about is the the body composition testing. Uh, And this is really important to look at uh, not only percentage body fat or, or skin folds, should we say, but also then the lean mass and trying to look at where the players have been at in the summer Uh, it gives a really good indication of their their eating habits and their lifestyle throughout that time which uh can cause a little bit of anxiety from their point of view but i think things things have been really really good and and certainly there's a few lads that that maybe you're looking to maybe the younger guys that we want we we put uh, the emphasis on them maybe returning with a little bit more lean muscle mass bulking up a little bit in order to to step up into this uh, first team environment, and and certainly it's a great opportunity in the close season to do that.
0: And I think off the back of what you're saying there, particularly the, the players coming back, and and you can monitor what they have maybe done or eaten or drank. There, I say during the summer, yeah. has that changed a little bit during during your, even your time? What ten years or so in 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 the game? Because. I think the old cliché was that the players would go off, not do anything for a month and a half, come back and it would be horrendous for the first couple of weeks. But I think the game has changed a little bit and players are more willing to work during
3: the summer. Absolutely. I think it's, it's a necessity. I think nowadays like the club is, is competing at the top end of the, the Premier League and, and we want to keep striving to, to improve and become better year on year. Now, that's obviously the philosophy of the, the owners and the manager, but the players believe that as well. I think they're trying really hard to, to better themselves. And so, yeah, maybe in years gone by, the, the mentality was a little bit different. But we've certainly found year on year that, that guys come back uh, in, in better shape than before. Now, that will be because they know from the very first moment that they come in for testing on, on the Monday morning, they're being assessed. And that will be about how they look, how they perform, uh, and what they're able to do. Um, And very quickly, that can have a big impact on where they fit in the plans for the upcoming games, obviously the Community Shield, and then the first game of the season. So players want to perform well, they want to show off their talent, and and ultimately, if they're in good shape and their fitness is is to a high level, that's going to allow them to perform on the on the pitch in a better way. Their technical uh, ability is going to be strong. Their decision making is going to be better because they're not as tired. And so there's a number of different factors in there that, that certainly mean the, the players nowadays are, are really coming back to a, to a high, high level. I guess this pre-season or this closed season, should I say, was, was a, more of a challenge for us than, than in the past. I think with covid and and the short turnarounds between last season and the season before uh, when the players were only really had three weeks off, um, we had a really disjointed season when when kind of lockdown kicked in and, and then we had project restart and so one thing that we were quite keen to Give the players was was some much needed downtime initially in this closed season. So for the first couple of weeks, we had very little contact with them. We let them go and enjoy themselves, reflect on last season, the good and the bad, um, and and kind of refresh, spend time with families, go on holiday, etc., etc. But but once those first kind of two weeks are out of the way, um, it was then a case of starting to build um, a level of. Uh, work in the closed season and that will be yeah through runs, um, it will also have some some injury prevention work, so, some lower limb strength work, some upper body strength work. So there's core um, programs in there and so we'll be in touch with them. And, and it's not about doing something, not about training to the same intensity as they do in season, but certainly we look to, to progress um, the training loads in that time provide a little bit of overload to them and um, the frequency of the sessions and duration of the sessions will also increase as we go week on week in that closed season before before kind of the penultimate week where by pre-season starting we're looking for the players to, to really be up to speed, uh, hitting the ground running. Uh, there were a number of of local players here that that decided to come into the training ground in that final week and and start kind of a pre-pre-season, should we say, whereby they're out on the grass, they're getting a feel of the ball and and things like that. And that just shows the level of investment that that each and every one of those players is putting into their performance and, and where they want to be this season. I was going to ask actually about the ball next, because I think, again going back a number of
0: years, the idea of pre-season was that the players probably didn't even see a ball for, yeah. for at least a week. It was running, 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 running. Yeah. That's completely changed now, hasn't it? They're seeing the
3: ball immediately on that first day. Absolutely. And I think that's such an important part of the game. Uh, it's certainly a very enjoyable part of the game as well. And so I think from, from the very word go, uh, the gaffer's great at trying to get his concepts, tactics, ideas across to the players. We'll often talk about football fitness uh, and that's very, very important. It's very game-specific. There's lots of intermittent actions, um, short bouts of high-intensity work, short periods of rest and then players have to go again. Obviously the the long sprints such as overlaps or, or runs into the box can be quite eye-catching, but but also football is very demanding because of the change of directions and the constant accelerations, decelerations, pressing movements and, and all, all the duels as well. So sometimes your centre-halves who are almost wrestling with the centre-forward, that can be really demanding as well. So, so from very early on, the ball's involved and, and that's a great conditioning tool um, for, for the coaching staff to, to operate with in order to push the players through this first week. Yes, of course, There's the minute things become random or um, there's less structure to football drills because uh, you can't control it as much, Um, there's obviously a little bit more risk, but the sports science and medical departments work very closely alongside the, the coaching team in order to think about durations of drills, sizes of drills, number of players on a team and things like that. There's also the fact that kicking progressions will be built up over the week, so where they've gone a long time without maybe being involved in typical football drills, um, we won't necessarily go out on day one and do a big shooting practice and things like that, and so technique will be built up over over the first week um, in, in kind of controlled practices uh, alongside the the possessions and, and games. but. But it's it's a great time for the players, I mean, they're coming in, they're working really hard but there's a a smile on their face and they know they need to put in the the hard work now in order to be in a good place come the start of the competitive season. I know it's been
0: probably quite a difficult first week for you because a lot of the players aren't back yet for, for one reason or another but I know a lot of the fans on social media have been impressed with with certain players looking at the drills that that we've seen particularly Kin and Dewsbury Hall looks like he he smashed his test
3: Yeah absolutely I think he's had uh, a fantastic loan spell last season um, which was was perfect for him he's very focused he's been working hard over the summer uh, putting in a lot of a lot of hard work by himself there and so he again wanted to come back into this environment and show the manager and the other players exactly where he's at but um, we've, yeah, we've seen it with him, we've seen it with a number of the the players where they've come back with a real determination in order to be at the top of their their level. You you talk about challenges there and absolutely it's, it's always difficult at the beginning of pre-season, we've obviously got a number of players that have Away at the Euros and, and aren't back with us yet because it is important that they have a short break before rejoining with the group. Obviously, there's new signings which who are coming in and, and integrating into the group now, and so hopefully over the next kind of five to to seven days we'll we'll start to get everyone back together, um, and and again that gives us a real good platform in order to move forward. But but the work that everyone's putting in now is, is so so important and provides that fantastic base for allowing them to to progress forward Just finally looking ahead then to the the
0: rest of pre-season obviously I know the end of week two there's that that first game against Burton what will week two week three week four look like do you think?
3: Yeah I guess um, weeks one and two uh, are are all kind of in-house. So there's a lot of games going on here. We'll, we'll be working through kind of box-to-box or three-quarter pitch games with the guys in, in different scenarios. So again, the coaching team are uh, so into the level of detail where there might be different scenarios in those games. And, and so we're overloading the players from a, a mental perspective and tactical perspective as well as the physical. But certainly, as we move into the Burton game, that'll be when the players get their first kind of opportunity to, to come up against external opposition. And then we, we've obviously got a couple of games uh, in and around the, the London area, uh, which will be off the back of a, a camp that we're doing, uh, down that way, which again is, is a great period for, for the team to be together. Uh, they're working on the pitch twice a day, but they're also eating and sleeping together. So it's that... 24-7 approach and, and we'll start to drip feed in a number of meetings and, and really pull on some of the togetherness uh, for the squad and, and outline different objectives for the upcoming season so it's it's all about hard work but but very quickly those pre-season games will come around and and we'll soon be up to full full flow
1: this is the LCFC pre-season podcast
0: After an impressive loan spell for Keenan Drewsbury Hall with Luton in the Championship last season, this pre-season offers a fantastic chance for the 22-year-old to impress and look to work his way into the first team here at Leicester City. Drewsbury Hall excelled in his time at Luton, winning four individual end-of-season awards, including Players' Player of the Season. The Leicester-born midfielder now turns his attention to playing for his boyhood club in the Premier League after an
1: important
0: pre-season.
1: I've been here since I was eight years old. I've been here a similar time as, as Harvey and Hamza and it's your dream to be able to play for your for your boyhood club. I've managed to do that. I've made my debut and the next steps now is to play in the Premier League for them consistently. And As I say, we're a team now where we're really looking to push on and push for trophies. We won the FA Cup like... And I want to play at the top level, that's what I've wanted to do. That's your dream as a kid, you don't want to, you want to play in the Premier League and you want to win the things and you want to show everyone how good you are. So it's just so exciting and I'm so hungry to get going and and yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: When you look back at last season and and your loan spell with Luton, you you must be very proud of what you achieved. I think you won pretty much every award going, didn't you there, and and had a brilliant season personally.
1: Yeah, I was really proud with what I did at Luton. Um, That was the plan for me to go out and have a full season in a really good league. And I did everything there that I planned on doing in my head, and I'm just glad that I was managed to carry that out, and everyone wants to see what I can do as a footballer. And I'd just say, yeah, I was rewarded with the, the trophies at the end, but it was it was the whole team there that helped me evolve as a person and as a player, and it's only helped me develop and to come back here now with a lot more strings to my bow, ready to really push on now and make an impact here at Leicester.
0: From one academy graduate to another now, as Harvey Barnes was one of the players that took part in the tests and training during the week. The forward missed the end of the season after picking up a knee injury in the Foxes' defeat to Arsenal back in February. But he's back and he's raring to get back into action after having a tough summer of working hard to get back to full fitness.
2: Obviously, like you say, the back end of last year was a frustrating period where you're trying to get yourself back fit watching on from the sidelines and you can't really do a lot um, and then obviously over the summer I've been been in a lot just rehabbing and, and getting, getting you know, back to normal trying to get 100% again um, so it's good today to sort of even though I've been in the training ground a lot just to see everyone's faces and have some company around it's been really good so um, but no you know really positive at the minute with everything. Uh, obviously
0: injuries come at a bad time no matter what but, yeah. but for you personally it must have been even more frustrating because you were having such a tremendous season,
2: yeah, it was um it's probably my first you know real serious injury, um especially since i've been you know playing sort of first team football anyway. I had an injury when I was younger, but not to this sort of level, so um it's been a new test for me, um like you say it's come at a bad time, but there's never a great time to get injured um but like you say with, with the season I was having and it sort of I thing I was you know, really confident at the time and felt like you know every game was. You know, something was going to happen so um, it's been a sort of physically and mental sort of challenge but it's all learning curves I think you know you come out the other side stronger.
0: Yeah looking ahead then to this season coming I guess there's a lot of excitement for you not just because it's a new season but because you're back and you're raring to go again.
2: Yeah no it's uh, it's going to be a good season I think um, everyone's really positive um, of course last year it's uh it's one of them bittersweet ones again. It was a great season. You know, we had the ups and the downs again. Um, you know, hopefully this year we can have a lot more exciting times to come. Um, of course, for me you now, I've been out for a good period of time, so it would just be nice to get back out on the pitch and you know, pick up where I left off, hopefully.
0: As the week went on, there were more arrivals as players took to their surroundings of Seagrave again after a summer off. For one individual, though, it was his first ever day at Leicester City. Former Southampton left-back Ryan Bertrand joined the club on a two-year deal and he spoke about his experiences of pre-seasons and how that's changed during his career.
4: As a player, it's it's a good moment. I think it's the acquisition phase where you're getting to know your teammates, um, you're building your fitness, you're trying to get fitter than everybody else, you know, sharpen all your your technical abilities up. So it's a... some players look at it as a daunting aspect of the game, but it's a, I look at it as a positive to to gather all the tools to implement in the season.
0: You've obviously been in the game now a decent amount of time. You've got a lot of experience. Have you seen the way that clubs approach pre-season change over, over your yeah.
4: time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the change has been has been massive. It's gone from the, the daunting, you know, uncoordinated running sessions to you know, fantastic thought processes behind it. Um, uh, introducing the football to every every step of the way and uh, yeah it's definitely a, a phase where it can leave you in amazing amazing stead to, to start the season right
0: That was the voice of new Leicester left-back Ryan Bertrand To read more about the new arrival and watch a full interview with him you can do so on lcfc.com That's it though at the end of week one of pre-season for Leicester City as they prepare for another season in the Premier League be sure to subscribe to the Leicester City official podcast from wherever you get your podcasts to hear more exclusive interviews with Fox's stars and follow the group through their pre-season journey as they build up to what will hopefully be another memorable season.
1: And here's Yuri Tienemans, 30 yards out, lined up a shot, Tienemans has scored
2: an absolute cracker in the FA Cup final. You will see and it has Leicester City on course for glory. Yuri Tielemans may well have written his name into club folklore because Leicester lead in the cup final. Yuri Tielemans, what a goal!